It's now time for the business report, and as you may have heard in the news, Air New Zealand has bought an electric plane as it moves to cut carbon emissions on short domestic routes. It selected a five-seat Alia made by US firm Beta Technologies to be used in a freight-only trial with NZ Post as the customer from 2026. The airline wants to replace the turboprop planes used on current short-haul domestic routes with low or no emission planes from 2030. Air New Zealand Chief Executive Greg Foran says this is a significant step into the future for the carrier. While this aircraft will add to and not replace our fleet, the knowledge that we're going to get by flying it is going to pave the way for the transformation needed in the New Zealand aviation system for us for us to operate more and hopefully larger next-generation aircraft into the future. In New Zealand has yet to select which two towns will be used in the trial. A property economist says short-term mortgage rates will likely remain at current levels for much of next year as the Reserve Bank f- maintains the fight against inflation. One-year fixed mortgage rates are currently about 7.3%, while the two-year grade is about 7%. CoreLogic Chief Property Economist Calvin Davidson says wholesale interest rates, which determine fixed rates, fixed rate loans, have moved lower at times, but the Reserve Bank doesn't want them to tumble because it will undermine the inflation policy. He says with the RBNZ wanting, or sorry, warning of possible further cash rate rises, retail rates will stay higher for longer. The reasonable assumption in 2024 is that we have mortgage rates somewhere around where they are now, so that's what people probably have to think about for if they're thinking about taking on a new loan, can they service it at that amount? And also when people are repricing existing loans, if they've got a maturity coming up this year, thinking about what that jump in payments will be. And, and some people, it'll be pretty large. So I think a reasonably restrained lending market in 2024, a reasonably restrained housing market, a recovery underway, but those high mortgage rates are still a challenge. CoreLogic Chief Property Economist there, Calvin Davidson. The Reserve Bank is to trial ways of keeping towns without good banking services stocked with cash. The central bank says retailers are paying the price to provide cash to rural communities that don't have banks or money machines, and it's looking for ways to provide cash services to individuals and retailers. RBNZ Director of Money and Cash, Ian Wolford, told Nine to Noon the trials will test new ways to withdraw and deposit cash at little or no cost to customers and retailers. We see retailers as being quite important in this trial. It's quite interesting, about a third of where people get their cash from is from retailers. But according to our estimates, uh, retailers actually end up paying directly and indirectly for about three quarters of the costs of the cash system. So the costs are really falling disproportionately on retailers. Now, some of that's because it's you know, uh, the the local banks disappeared out of your town, and you you know they'll need to drive for for quite a while to to do the banking, or they're having to pay cash and transit firms to come and pick up and deliver cash. The Reserve Bank plans to run the eighteenth month eighteen month project in two or three stints, with fewer than ten thousand people that have lost most or all bank provided counter and cash services. 
Big firms are making progress in reporting their climate change and sustainability impacts with plans on how to meet their goals. But the task is getting harder the more they do, according to a new report from investment firm Forsyth Bar. It's just released its second annual survey of 60 large companies, assessing them for their ESG policies and structures, and this year increasingly for their actions. The head of ESG at Forsyth Bar, Katie Beath, says firms just starting are making rapid progress, but those that have been doing it for a while are finding it more difficult. Those that are the beginning of their journey moving quite quickly because they are tackling the low-hanging fruit, some of the easy wins, and then you see those that are a little bit further advanced in their journey, um, maybe might be a perception through the report and if that's the case it's the wrong perception but that they're standing still or even regressing but that's not the case it just might be that they're tackling uh, some of those really more challenging issues that take time. The top rated companies over all the categories for their policies and practices are Meridian Energy, Tourism Holdings and Precinct Properties. The global supply chain is facing new disruptions from drought and war, forcing up shipping costs. A severe drought is causing delays at the Panama Canal, adding to congestion at the Suez Canal. In addition, several ships have recently been attacked in the Red Sea, elevating risks to global shipping and adding to inflation fears. The Custom Brokers and Freight Forwarders Federation Chief Executive, Sherelle Kennelly says services to New Zealand haven't been affected yet, but local businesses are nervous about the return of disruptions. We have concerns about the Suez Canal in regards to the congestion and causing further delays. Rerouting would obviously turn into longer transit times and higher costs for forwarders and ultimately New Zealand receivers. And there will no doubt be additional surcharges coming in. Um, yet there's nothing confirmed at this stage. Some shipping lines have started imposing congestion charges, while others are paying more to jump to the front of the queue. Time now for the latest from the financial markets, and today we're joined by Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth. Kia ora, Brad. Good afternoon, Charlotte. Firstly, how's the local share market looking? Yes, well, it's been a little bit muted opening for the Interdex 50 Gross Index, um, currently down six points at 11,351. That, that is an improvement on most of the morning. And amongst the major movers, Auckland Airport down one cent at $8.10. A2 Milk up three cents at $4.25. Contact Energy down three cents at $7.67. Chorus down one cent at $7.70. Fletcher Building down one cent at $4.63. Fisher & Buckle Healthcare down 13 cents at $23.07. Heartland Bank, one of the stronger movers, up four cents at a dollar sixty-four. Uh, Main Freight, a very strong move since its result um, about ten days ago, up seventy-four cents at seventy dollars. Ryman down four cents at five dollars thirty-seven. Um, market leader Circo up one cent at four oh seven. That's what one of the market leaders of this year so far. Sounds like a laugh a minute at your office, but um, across <laughs> the ditch, how's trading opened in Australia? Uh, a fairly strong opening for the S&P ASX 200, up 34, the S&P, yeah, up 34 points at 7,095. Um, amongst some of the majors there, ANZ is up 10 cents at 24.49. BHP up 7 cents at 46.59. Commonwealth Bank up 65 cents at 105.36. CSL up reasonably strongly up 1% at $265.95. And West Farmers uh, unchanged at 52.45. Okay. Take us to the New Zealand dollar, please. The New Zealand dollar is buying 93.57 Australian cents, 
61.31 US cents against the Japanese yen and 90.24 against the Great Britain pound sterling at 0.4868 against the euro at 0.5682. The New Zealand trade weighted index at 71.7. And just lastly, interest rates, oil and gold. Yes, it's fine. Three-month bank bill rate at 5.68%. 10-year government bond rate is below 5%, um, coming down with the US at 4.998%. Brent crude at US $77 and spot gold continuing a strong run at $2,024 US dollars. Uh, kia ora, thank you very much. That's Brad Corden from Hobson Wealth. And that is the end of the business news for today.